My biggest fear would be when the first comes and I don't get the rent. I found that my tenant had dumped concrete down my toilet. Can you believe Fair Housing fined me $5,000 for that? How do you onboard your tenants? What do you do? I don't even know if I do it right. If you're a landlord, don't just rent, rent perfect. The Rent Perfect Podcast with property expert and private investigator, David Pickron. Well, welcome to this episode of the Rent Perfect Podcast, joined by Scott. Scott, how are you doing today? I am. I'm doing so good. You know, I'm these, so excited. One of these days, I'm going to open the show. I'm not even going to ask you. I'm just going to say. I, and I'm just going to say I'm excited. I'm so just going to say matter. I really don't even care how you do it. No, I'm. I'm mean. I'm so mean sometimes. <laughs> hey, I went to the doctor last week for kind of my annual checkup. You know, just getting over fifty. Right. And said, "Hey, you're relatively in good shape, but your cardio is just terrible." You just got to get back to the gym. So last did, night. Did you argue with that? No, no, okay. no. They know what they're talking yeah. about. I've got <laughs> 10 or 20 pounds here, you know. <laughs> it's the good life I live. That's so, right. You know. Yeah. Um, so it, you know, rings in my ear. So I head down to the gym last night. You know, I paid that LA Fitness gym Forever. membership for years. Mm-hmm. And uh, so last night I'm figuring it cost me about 5000 bucks to go to the gym, right? Yeah. So I'm there working out, and I'm just I'm trying to, to keep it light because I know I'm going to pay for this if I go too hard. You know that feeling, right? Yep. So I leave. I'm feeling good about myself. Go home. Wake up this morning. Go to find my wallet. Where did I have it last? It's, is it in the gym locker? Or on, it's, it's on the bike. Uh, it's, it's, Treadmill? It's, it's somewhere, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. somewhere. Um, and I took it in because I hadn't been there in so long. I thought they were going to ask me, make me show my ID or, right. or something, whatever. So... I'm like, oh, no. So I run down there this morning and uh, just praying and hoping, knowing what we do for a living and having your identity stolen or yep. your credit cards used or violated, yep. which happens all the time. Anything compromised scares us to it's death. All going through my head. Yeah. And so I go there and they're like, is this it? And I'm like, oh, sweet. So good good ending to that story. But it made me think, what is, what is, you know, if you were, if I were to ask you, what is your most, one of your most prized possessions, you might not even think to say my identity, you know? Yeah. You'd say, oh, it's my wife, my kids, and, and that, they're all great prizes, mm-hmm. but we don't realize or we kind of take advantage of, of these identities that we have. And so I kind of want to talk a little bit about different identities that people could have and how they're using different identities to get around our system and fake us out. Right. Okay. So let's talk about, you know, first of all, we know that all applicants don't tell us the truth, right? That is an unfortunate fact. Yes. That they obviously are motivated to tell us what they think we want to hear so they can get the roof over their head. Doesn't it feel like the applicant is a teenage girl <laughs> that you're raising in your house who tells you what you want to hear <laughs> just so you're happy and placated for a few moments, right? Right, totally, exactly. Yeah. So we're getting manipulated right. and we're getting, yep. you know. But but I wonder, you know, I don't think that the average person comes and says, you know, I want to go lie to a landlord today. I don't think they do it because there's any joy in it. I think yeah. they do it because they have to. And the reason they have to is because they ruin their identity, mm-hmm. right? So let's just think about, you know, if, uh, if I had the worst credit in the world, okay, and I went down, I wanted to buy a brand new GMC truck, like my dream truck, and I go down to the, you know, the, the Chevrolet dealership or the GMC dealership, and I'm like, hey, I'd, I'd, and, and they pull my credit, and they're like, uh, yeah, 
your 520 is not doing yeah, anything there's, for there's us. There's no yeah. way, you know, we're financing you. And, yeah. And so then you end up going down to one of the kind of little shady streets where buy here, pay here, and right. Mike, Mike's Happy Car Company or something. Right. You know, everyone's guaranteed to drive off with a, with a truck. And I don't get that brand new vehicle that's my dream, but maybe I can get another vehicle. And I go in there and I fill out an application, and they run my credit. And they're like, you know, this has never happened before, but you don't even qualify here. You're not getting a truck, right? <laughs> um, and I'm going to ask myself, well, why am I getting denied? Well, because your credit scores aren't good. Um, pretty much you've ruined your, your identity mm-hmm. to, you know, that shows how you pay. Right. So I might then come in with an application that changes my date of birth changes my social, changes my name, so I can eventually get a car because I need a car. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, Scott, I can ride a bike, I can borrow a car, I can bum a ride. When it comes to housing and you get told no, 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 what what ultimately happens to you? Well, I mean, it's it's that old saying that desperate times call for desperate measures, right? So... When you sit and go, I can either sleep under an overpass or or create an identity for myself. Exactly, because the majority of people who do identity theft or fraud or change or get aliases, nothing ever, ever happens to them. So there's no downside to yeah. it. If I lie to a landlord about on an application, no one's calling the police. No one's coming. Yeah, so I, I just go down the road and there's no consequence. There's no consequences yeah. to it. So. Landlords, you're going to get lied to. People are going to manipulate uh, their data. They've heard the reasons why they've been denied at previous places, and they're going to try to change those and get through our system. But one of the big things that they do I want to talk about today is they use aliases or they change their name. Okay? I always thought it'd be cool as a kid to have an AKA. Like I didn't even understand what that meant, right? <laughs> and then as I got older, I'm like, oh, that doesn't say, it's not such a great idea anymore. <laughs> So the big, uh, a big thing we need to know as landlords is we have to check everybody's aliases. And for females who get married and change their last name, they can have multiple aliases. Mm-hmm. Un- unintentionally. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, mean just that's just, just the just way just society yeah. works, right? right? Usually when yep. we see a guy do a name change, it's a little bit more obvious, but sometimes girls can get away a little bit yeah. with. We got maiden name, right? we got married name. Right. Yeah, it, it just happens naturally. So who comes in and usually applies for the husband and, and the wife, usually? I, I'd, I'd say usually it's the woman. It's the woman. Yeah. Right. She's always coming in and, okay, send me two links. I'll fill out my husband's application for right. him. And now, you know, you know yep. well, we want your husband to fill out his own application, but, you know, we can't We know control. what's going to really happen. Yeah, we yeah. know. That that's pretty really pretty handwriting on, yep. on both, both yeah. applications <laughs> or, you know, online or, or however they, they, they apply their applications to you. But, um. So we need to be diligent in checking these aliases. And I will tell you, this is a place where instant database companies or other screening companies really let you down. Mm-hmm. You put in a name, a date of birth, a social, and they search that, only that, and charge you for what they charge you and give you back the results. But if there is criminal history or there's other things on aliases, you're not going to know about it. So though I love Zillow, and I think Zillow is so good at what they do and marketing and their technology company, part of their system I don't like is I, they don't give you back this alias, this investigation. Yeah. Right? They're, they're the convenience of what they provide for us 
comes at a cost. Absolutely. Yeah. And and that's a good point. They woo us with everything's so easy. It's right here at your fingertips. Push this button. You know, it's integrated. Uh, get an application from a tenant right now. Um, you know, as I use Zillow and I see somebody that says, okay, I'm a 625 to 650 score. I used to think Zillow was pulling their credit and giving me that score. Now I realize once I go in there, that's all self-reported. Yeah. Right? I make $120,000 a year when people used to, like, apply, and I'm like, wow, okay, okay, we're, we're talking. Yeah, That's great, all great tenant. Yeah. self-reported yeah. because when I run the app and I run their income, they're nowhere cl- close yeah. to that. So you can't believe everything you see there anyways. But I love Zillow for their marketing. I don't like their background investigation because they just take this instant approach. And this is just one example today what we're going to show you. So, Scott, we had someone come in. Um, I really don't want to lay out names and, and, and violate anybody's personal information. But I'm looking at a file on your desk, and if you're listening on it online, it's this file's an inch or two. It's a good, almost uh, full stack of paper, you know. I mean, <laughs> that's hundreds yeah. of, of paper, pieces Pages, of paper there. Yeah. Give us a little bit of idea about kind of someone coming in trying to kind of trick the system right. and, and how an investigative screening, what Rent Perfect does, sure. stops that. Sure. So let's just call her Karen. That's not a real name, but let's just call her Karen because that's a great name for nowadays. <laughs> and uh, and so Karen gave us her first and last name, no middle name, which I mean, not not terribly unusual. I mean, we we see that here and there, right? Well, not that she didn't give us one. She said none. None, right? And she yeah, told she, she didn't have right, one. didn't have one. Okay. And so that you know that to us is is oh, okay. We we'll see. And and so we start to run some of our reports on those things. We have we have her social security number. We have her date of birth. Okay. Um, Pulls a full credit bureau. Pulls a full credit bureau, and we look at the credit bureau. And the credit bureau, I mean, it looks it looks good. She's a six twenty two yeah. average rental right. is six twenty five. We're right. like, okay, she's, she's current on all of her debts, and she has income, right. and and we look at those pieces and go, okay, good, okay, that makes you know things match up. And because she has a credit bureau, all of us as landlords never think, oh, yeah, this I, is her true this, identity. Yeah, I have a real person. I have in front a of real me. person in front of me. She yep. has a credit bureau. Great. <laughs> Yep, and then we went and, and as we always do, we kind of run things through different different filters that we that we have, and one of those filters that we have comes back with a zero name match for her, okay, for Karen. It actually comes back with a different name, or it comes back with nothing. I mean, there's nothing really on that individual with that social security number. So, which is odd to have a full credit report right. and then not find them and in other tools right, that we use. Right, and so that that I mean that red flags us a bit, like right. oh. You know, our investigators kind of perk their ears up and go, okay, what's going on here? There's something something up. So we run it through a, a separate uh, database of information that we, we use. And then I get probably, oh, maybe f- close to 100 names that match. <laughs> uh, same social security number and all sorts of, I mean, just looking at the first page here, about eight or nine different last names attached to Karen's first name. Right. Um, and then, you know, and now, and well, lo and behold, there's a middle name. Oh, oh but no, she doesn't oh. have a middle name. She says none. Nice. Um, How many middle names does she yeah, have? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and then she uses the middle name as her first name often. Right. So she interchanges those. And so, again, about a hundred different, what we would call aliases pop up on this individual. So, I mean, now, now we're really curious, right, to find out what's going on here. And that, and that, you know, that, that is not something you get on an instant database. Instant database would come back and say, no, no, no criminal record found. And so right. as we start digging in on, and looking at those aliases, then it gets real interesting. Because well, here's what's interesting as an investigator, right? So now I'm totally confused. What is the real right, right. name? Yeah. Who even is this person, right? Mm-hmm. 
So we call back, talk to the landlord and say, hey, listen, it's going to take a little bit more than four to six hours on right. this one. This one is, you know, for the $44 that I got paid to do this, we're, we're probably spending $100 yeah, bucks we're, on we're, this. Yeah, we've doubled that And we sure. just know that we're going to have these files every once in a while. Right. right? So we call the landlord and we say, hey, you know, we can't get this back to you this quickly. We're going to have to ask your applicant for her Social Security card. So we call right. the applicant, need your Social Security card. What does she say? Oh, I uh, I think I lost that. <laughs> yeah, I don't have. I, that. I don't have that, and I don't. I don't have it, and but but she, and I don't really even know my number. But she provided the number on the initial application. Exactly. So then she says, "But I do have something from the IRS." Right. So she sends us this doc. It's all whited out. Yep. Everything's redacted. It gives you no information, um, and and here she's trying to not give us. You know, I mean, you give us that social security card, we're going to know what your legal mm -hmm. name is, right? Right. So now she can't prove her identity. So we go hunting. Yep. Which, by the way, the IRS document does indicate a middle name also. Okay. Right? So there's, I mean, there's a lot of things. So, yeah, so we go hunting. And uh, I'm not going to, you know, but I, I can tell you that this... Gosh, uh, and if you're just listening on a podcast, yeah. Scott's I mean, I'm a, I'm through. probably a hundred plus pages of criminal history, okay, of criminal records of all sorts of you know violations, whether they're speeding or not paying tickets or not showing so up warrants. So eventually, our investigator dials down and gets the right name, correct, which is not the same name that they applied with, correct. Different, la I mean, it's a completely different last name. Yes, yes. than than the name they applied with. Um. So we do see that a couple of her last names are legit because she has been married before. Yeah. Um, but a lot of them are just made up, just out of yeah. nowhere names. Anyways, in those many, many, many documents you're flipping through, give me some examples of some of the crimes. Um, I mean, a lot of theft. Okay. Uh, we've got cocaine possession, heroin possession, drug paraphernalia possession. And as we always talk about, rare Rare is the case where the first time you use drugs is yeah. the time you get arrested. Right. When you're getting caught for heroin or cocaine, you have it on you out and about somewhere. Right. Yeah. Get pulled over. It's probably not your first time buying it, using it, things like that. Lots of criminal damage. Uh, lots, again, lots of theft. Um, you know, expired registration, expired tags. That tells me you're not paying for things, yeah. right? Drug pulling area, uh, auto theft, a lot of speeding, a lot of, just a lot of, uh, Stuff where... Uh, like speeding know. in her car or yeah, speeding? Speed. <laughs> in the car. <laughs> okay, well, you know, a file like this, um, you know, we don't want to judge anybody, but, but obviously what we're judging is, do we want this person in our rental? And I think the answer is no. And the reason the answer is no is because this Karen will apply with a credit score at 622, hope that you don't catch all that other stuff under that other name. Okay, mm -hmm. she gets approved, moves into your place. Who do you think's coming to live with her after that? That couldn't pass, didn't have the documents or the names or the aliases. Right, right. Pro probably the guy that's supplying her the other things that she's getting. Exactly. In with. So here you here you are as an innocent landlord. You used an instant database. You went through. You think you're doing everything right. FICO score looks okay. Okay, great. It looks this looks halfway decent. You move in, and next thing you know. You have heroin addicts, mm -hmm. druggies, your place is getting ripped up, rent's not getting paid, and you have an eviction. And you look at yourself and you say, like, I, I did everything I thought I was supposed to do. 
Um, an investigative background report, an investigative screening using private investigators can make a huge difference on your success. I can't stress that enough. Listen, we use technology, Scott. Mm -hmm. We use technology. We try to make it easy. But, but making something so easy doesn't necessarily mean that it's the right way to do it. So you have to check these aliases. You have to do these investigations All on right. these people. We always talk about in instant is rarely the better option for anything. Think about instant food, it's terrible, right? Instant anything is usually not the best option. So, and that applies especially here. But uh, I love, and all kind of, of these screening companies that provide instant results, I love that they lead with that. They like, they're happy about, oh, we're getting yeah. you an answer right away. And I'm thinking, you're leading with that. If you knew what I knew, you mm -hmm. knew you, that is not the thing you would lead with, right? Right. Yep. Um, you know, I, I don't know, does instant coffee say, oh, we can get you a cup of coffee like, Right now, it might not be the best, but... But it's a quick fix. But it's a quick fix. Yeah. So Does McDonald's make the best hamburger on the market? No. No. But, but man, I, get it. I can get one every every mile as quick <laughs> as I want. Absolutely. So, hey, we want you to have the best tenants because that is going to be your success. That is the secret. Experienced landlords know, take some time up front do the right thing. The reality is these are free background reports, whether they're from an instant or they're from an investigative. Right. They don't cost you any money. They're free. They're free from Zillow. They're free from Rent Perfect. Get the better one done. And in the long run, you will come way ahead, right? Way, way ahead. Yep, way ahead. Sure. You'll get rent. You'll be happy. You'll have a business partner for years and not run into these really landmines out there where you thought you did everything right. But Rent Perfect will provide you that investigative screening, will find you these files. One more note. The landlord comes back and says, hey, I've never had you guys have to supply the Social Security card before, almost as if we were doing something wrong. Right. And we were like, just be patient with us and let us go through what we know what to do. And then we come back with all of this, and they're like, Oh my gosh! Thank yeah, you so that could much. Be, I think there's a thank you card coming in. The thank mail you so sure much for taking that extra time yep. to realize who this really was. We went from "Why are you doing this?" to "I know now why you're doing mm -hmm. this." And so, um, hey, we appreciate you joining us today, Scott. Is there anything else you'd like to add here at no, all? No, just continue to rent perfect. Continue to rent perfect. Don't kill this many trees again next time, Scott. Right. I mean, look how many pieces of paper that no is. No kidding. <laughs> thank you so much. We appreciate you joining us and continue to rent perfect.